Hello and welcome to Hmm Interesting Choice on the Radio for Scotland Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter N, the letter F, the letter P, the letter D and the letter H. Don't worry if you don't fully understand that joke, you'll understand it later in the episode. Today's episode, which is Kanye West Yeezus. Can you believe it? <laughs> I've wrote it down. That's oh, the note. Jesus. We're doing Kanye West today. Welcome yeah. to our new episode. I think this is the first album that we both know that we enjoy quite a lot. Yeah, so this this is much harder to do, uh, yes. to try and make, like, come up with jokes about and make fun <laughs> of, uh, because you like it, so you can't just do the dismissive, oh, look at these terrible yeah. pop lyrics, or look at these Which we do production choices. It's the easiest to do, you just do one pass at the album, but this is, like, dense, and spoilers, yeah. I like this a lot. <laughs> I'm fascinated how hard we're going to lean into pronouncing the whenever we have to say lyrics here. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Are we, Mate, gonna, are we gonna bleep it? Are we gonna say it? You could we've not bleeped anything yet. That not, might that be quite be fun playing with a beep. bleep. But I think we should still say <laughs> but just bleep it out so it sounds like we're saying the <laughs> I did some reading up on the Wikipedia for this. Have you have you done much research? Do you know how this yeah. recorded where so uh, it was in like a Paris living room? Yeah, yeah. He 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 was an in Paris yeah. with Jay-Z at one yeah. point and then he stayed there and recorded a lot of this album. Mm. The wiki says West was influenced primarily by minimalist design and architecture during the production of Yeezus and visited a furniture exhibit in the Louvre to study design. A single Le Corbusier probably pronouncing that wrong, lamp was his greatest inspiration so this album was all inspired by this lamp. This is the musical equivalent lamp. of a lamp. <laughs> a minimalist lamp. And if that doesn't want to uh, make you listen to this album, I don't know what will. It's minimalist, but at the same time, it's extremely experimental. I've talked to lots of friends and they just could not get into it because of that. The abrasiveness of it. Yeah. For Kanye, it's very experimental. But even just in general, it's quite an experimental yeah. album. Yeah. For um, a mainstream hip hop album, um, yeah. If you that number of sales, yeah. If you had the sales on this weren't very good, by the way. Oh, were they not? They, they were no. actually the worst selling of Kanye's albums, <laughs> which is really surprising. That's nah, not well, surprising, no, it's, I guess. Not. it's not because of the because of <laughs> experimental. Oh, I forgot that thing we were just saying. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, okay. I've put it all together. I don't know if you looked at the credits on the album. Obviously, mm-hmm. that you're going to be aware that Bon Iver. Was involved because he's mm. been involved in previous. Just going to connect your pronunciation. It's Bonnie Ver. Bonnie Ver. Bonnie One of the things that I didn't know until I was doing the research on this is that Daft Punk wrote a lot of like, three or four songs in this album. Yeah, it does. It doesn't come through like a Daft Punk song. I don't think, but I can imagine those people adding specific parts. Oh, yeah, I think. I think it was. Is it the first couple of tracks? Def- couple definitely of tracks. the first track. Yeah. At the end, you can definitely tell so Daft Punk Yeah, song. maybe at the end. Uh, but we'll move on the first song. Y- yeah, but let's just off the top of the bat address... The top of the bat. Off the Let's get the bat and go yeah. to the top Turn of it Turn it sideways and then uh, take I, this I, thing off the top of as it. As an artist, I think Kanye is one of the most innovative and great mm. producers and especially in terms of like delivering lyrics, his flow, as yeah. they call it. Yeah, it's got great, great delivery. 
But until I was forced to try and deconstruct this album... Lyrically? Lyrically. I had never really appreciated how poor his treatment of women are. Yeah. It's kind of horrific if he spent... Like, before doing any deconstruction of this album, I'm thinking, yeah, he's a great artist. Mm. I don't think he's a good man anymore. <laughs> maybe maybe misogynistic, but that's that's more a criticism of hip-hop in general. Um, so I think you could give him a pass on that. You're making him sound like an SS officer and he was just following orders. He was just following orders of the hip-hop brigade. So, okay, so let's jump into this first song, On Sight. The, right in the beginning, right off there's the, a mad, distorted synth bass intro. It's so abrasive. It's like just letting the audience know what they're in for. Yeah. Which is a good way to introduce the album to people and get sales higher. Wow. Yeah. Let's let's just play that intro. Yeah. So then, so then he's then he starts doing a verse, uh, mm. and then about an, a minute sixteen, they just start playing a totally different yeah. song. That that is nuts. But I think that really works. Just playing that ten or fifteen seconds, and it's like a nice groove, old school R and B sample. Yeah, because he literally works. just says, "Let me show you how much <laughs> I do not give a fuck." But just plays a different song. Yeah, uh, for fifty seconds, and then goes back, back to the to mad the bass. One. That's insane, but it works. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic. It's like a Brian Wilson construction of all these different <laughs> elements. But yeah, it opens up with Yeezy season approaching. Now, what is yeah. Yeezy season? It's I, summer, I kind, isn't it? I kind of thought it was like a hunting season, <laughs> like the beef of deer and ducks. Yeah. It's like this is Yeezy season. You need a permit, and you can go and hunt. Hunt Kanye West. Hunt Kanye West because he's like big game. Because he's very big game. <laughs> he's got big game. He's got big game and is hunted for it. Do I dive into some of the other lyrics here? So he yeah. starts talking about girlies dating. So what do we know about this girl? She's got more <laughs> off, like Johnny Cochran, huh? So he's dating a lawyer. She likes chocolate men. She has a sweet tooth, and she also has Parkinson's disease. No, 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 no. I think you'll find that they were go. These are the lyrics. A monster about to come alive again. Soon as I pull up and park the bends, we get this bit shaking like Parkinson's. Yeah. I think oh, the so it's club the car. is shaking. Oh, the, the club. club. Ah. A lyric which the American Parkinson Disease Association <laughs> and Parkinson's UK did not appreciate one bit. They called the verse distasteful and the product of obvious ignorance, to which MTV issued a statement in reply <laughs> on behalf of Kanye saying the self-professed black new wave artist in quotes is no stranger to controversial lyrics drawing the ire of uh, Peta for saying that his mink is dragging on the floor on last year's cold APDA the uh, Parkinson's uh, outrage seems perfunctory considering that this isn't the first time a rapper has used the symptoms of Parkinson's disease for lyrical effect I like that. That's yeah. their justification. Like, oh, he's done terrible shit before. Like, he he, he pissed off Peter. He's actually talked about Parkinson's before as well. So you know, 
Well, like you were saying, you like can't this be outraged. Is, like you were saying with hip hop and his views on women, hip hop's views on Parkinson's appear to be immovable. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're in the hip hop game, you're gonna make fun of Parkinson's mm. at one point or another. It's cause of, it's cause of the shaking thing. See, once they start writing lyrics about shaking, yeah. which comes up a lot in rap. A lot of things are shaking in rap. And so just the next step of that is Parkinson's. Yeah. There there are some misogynistic lyrics in this though. There are the they are mostly misogynistic yeah. lyrics. There's a bit where he name checks this guy that owns a club in Miami called David yeah. Grutman. Mm. Kicked her out of the club, but then he got back in and put his <laughs> in her <laughs> It'd be great if we just started substituting every word occasionally. Yeah. Okay, on to the next one. Black skinheads. So Gary Glitter's in fashion nowadays, <laughs> apparently. That's a that's a brave choice. Maybe it's just not known as much as it is in America as it is in the UK that Gary Glitter is a horrifying pedophile. But I, I like the the start of guitar and the synth start and the drums. Yeah. That all sounded yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I do the, like this track a lot. The screaming in the background. This is <laughs> yeah. the first of a lot of screaming that you're going to hear. That's a choice. A brave choice. Yeah. An interesting choice. I, I read a lot of interviews of people who were working in that Paris uh, living room just saying, yeah, Kanye just went a little bit nuts and was just... Started screaming? Like primal screaming, <laughs> they described it as. But he's he's flowing here. He's got great delivery yeah, on this yeah. track. There's a part of this that unveils Kanye's complete ignorance of historical figures and incidents. Yeah, I keep it 300 like the Romans, 300 <laughs> bitches, where the Trojans... <laughs> Right. Okay, so the 300 <laughs> comes from the Battle of Thermopylae, which was in 480 BC. That was the Spartans, right? That was the Spartans. The Trojan War occurred at 1240 BC, and Rome, if I'm going by Julius Caesar, he died in 44 BC. So each of those incidents, which he's amalgamated into one thing, are about 500 years apart each. You know, I'm I'm gonna say let's, this. Let's this keep might, talking about history, right this, there. This might be controversial, but I don't think anyone fact checked these lyrics. I think no one is, peer reviewed this album. When I first heard it, I thought that sounds great, and those are great rhythms. Yeah, so I'm just going to pick it apart on <laughs> its historical. <laughs> context. Actually, can you? I have to stop you there. <laughs> I'm not going to allow what you this. Mean is, this is unusual, but I'm not going to allow this. There's, there's other good lyrics. He's calling himself King Kong at one point. I like that yeah. little bit of imagery. Yeah. Uh, Referring to... Was it LeBron James? LeBron James yeah. on that cover, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I'm very happy that I got the correct man of colour when I said that name. <laughs> yeah, especially picking a basketball player. Yeah. Like, you don't know too many basketball players. I don't know any. <laughs> yeah. LeBron like the James? Kobe, right? Michael J... Uh, so there's just a lyric in this where he reveals that he's a werewolf. <laughs> I'm yeah. aware I'm a wolf. Mm. Is that where the screaming ki- kicks in as well? I think he was. Tur- that's him turning into the werewolf. That that was a good line though. I'm I'm aware I'm a wolf. Werewolf. I'm aware that's I'm a good. wolf. He knows what he's doing. So actually, see it. There was an SNL performance of this just before the album came out, and it had a different final verse. I don't know if you saw this, but the final verse used to say. What do you say to a masked man, this inglorious bastard that's rapping? We might have to burn this whole suit down like the theatre that Hitler was trapped in. <sighs> I like to imagine that he watched Inglorious Bastards <laughs> and thought, he didn't think the whole thing's real, 
But yeah. I think it's based on reality because mm. Hitler's there, and you think, oh, okay, so Hitler died in that theater, yeah, and this is like a fiction of reality. Yeah, he thinks and, there's a dramatized story, yeah. love story that's been added, but he did die in a fire. <laughs> yeah, in and at the last minute, that very lazy fact checker pointed out, wait a second, can you? We found out that he wasn't in a theater at <laughs> all. still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't die at all. Oh my god, we Wait, gotta go find him. I'm getting this over the newswire. Hitler is still alive. Right, okay. On to the next song. I am a god, featuring God. Th- that's quite a bold title. That is not only a very bold title, but the most bold featured guest on a song. Ever and I'm not quite sure which one of these verses is done by God. I don't know who's God's meant to be in this. Well, there's a bit where he's talking to Jesus. Did you hear this? He said, "I just talked yep, to yep. Jesus." He said, "What up, Jesus?" First of all, no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not say what up. <laughs> and then I, I said, "Shit, I'm chilling, trying to stack these millions." <laughs> which is none a of difficult this task. None That's of... a difficult task, stacking things. <laughs> Could you make out the intro to this song? I could not understand a word of it. It's just all in jive. Let's let's just leave it as a challenge to the listeners. Let's play the intro to that. Why not? Let people try and decode it. Yeah, I, I don't speak jive. I don't know what that no. means. But can we dive into some of the other lyrics here, which are well, the most uh, most talked about and yeah. most made fun of? Well, can, can we dive into the fact that, okay, he is outright proclaiming that he is a deity. He's a of god. Some kind. Okay. He is a god. Yeah. And so what these, does a god these, need? What does a god need? Prompt service. Yeah. What for... does he need very quickly and efficiently to be given? He has a prompt requirement for a massage, a threesome, car service, and French bread. Yep, croissants. Th- that is the only things he would use his omnipotence for. <laughs> seems so very limited. Yeah. He has actually given a justification for his writing of this song. I made that song because I am a god. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think there's much more explanation. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and defend shit. That shit is rock and roll, man. Gods that don't have to defend. Music. I am a god. Now what? I, I don't know. Now what? We worship you. <laughs> we go to the church of Jesus. I don't know where we go from that. I don't know. I don't want to know where we go from that. <laughs> we can maybe go on to the next song. No, from let's that. get the hell away from that song and on to New Slaves. Uh, again, this is quite a popular song off the album. I don't think it's the best song, though. I, I don't know if I'd call it my favourite, but he's got crazy flow at the start of this. There's a yeah, great intro. Yeah. He's got an amazing rhythm. Oh, well, I mean, I, I like the intro, but I far prefer the bit, I think it's at the end of the first verse, where he's just getting really intense and increasing his pace with every line that he's delivering. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got good delivery. Like, I think I was reading about... Who's, who's the producer? Rick Rubin. He was saying, like, a lot of this... A lot of the lyrics and performances got done at the last minute, like yeah. the deadline was coming up, and he he managed to just uh, bundle out a bunch of lyrics and then performed them like 
really well so i yeah. imagine this might have been yeah this sound, the, the lyrics are quite good but they sound quite raw like mm. he's not overthought this this song's very stripped back it's mostly yeah. just vocals and yeah, like this little bass. descending synth melody yeah uh, but yeah, this is all about new rich blacks that are slaves to their wealth, basically. Yeah. I also loved the... Did you catch the Waterboy reference? A reference to the Waterboy in 2013. What, are we, what is happening? He's about to wild the <laughs> out. He's gone Bobby Boucher. I, I don't know what to make of that reference. I, I love that. Who is making a Waterboy reference in 2013? Oh, man. It's a great film. Yeah. Okay, so the end of the song, he has a very specific set of occurrences that is going to enforce on somebody from the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, I like the Hampton lyrics. And their Hampton lyrics. house, with a Hampton blouse, Hampton <laughs> <laughs> The H word. That couple that he envisions there are really Hampton orientated. Mm. Like, they come from there, they live there, they buy their blouses from there. He's really going after the Hampton demographics in this album. <laughs> He's going for that market. And... I'm going to admit here, that's probably impacting the sales. Because <laughs> a lot of people in the Hamptons want to, want to get into, can you? Yeah. I can see why they might be a bit offended by that. They'd yeah. listen to it and be like, I don't want that to happen to my <laughs> wife. That's my wife, can you? I just bought that blouse. <laughs> now it's ruined. <laughs> so let's go on to the next one, which is a, a big Bon Iver. Bon Iver. This song, Bon Iver, is just burst into the studio drunk <laughs> and declares, I could hold my liquor. <laughs> I really hate the uh, Chief Keef hook in this. I it's like just Chief annoying. I, I like Chief oh, Keef. It just really annoys me. I can't even explain why. It's something to do with the melody and his voice. Uh, I, I just... I, it's not even so much the lyrics or the melody. It, it's delivery. It's delivery. It's his voice. It just it's Something about it annoys me. I like this song quite a lot. I think it's quite a good song. It's not a... It almost doesn't feel like a hip-hop song, though, at all. Mm. It feels like maybe just an R&B song at most. You could yeah. move it into any, like... This could be basically a Postal Service song. Uh, I could see that. Mm. I liked after every Kanye line, there was just this massive siren. Whee! Can we play that sample? Because that is my favourite part of the song, I think. Bitch, I'm back out my coma, waking up on your sofa, when I park my Range Rover, slightly scratch your Corolla, okay, I smash your Corolla, I'm hanging on a hangover, five years we've been over, ask me why I came over, one more hit and I can own ya, one more fuck and I can own ya, one cold night in October, pussy had me floating, feel like Deepak Chopra. Big fan of that alarm. It's a good sample. Do you want to dig into some of these lyrics? Late night organ donor is a fantastic line. That's a good line. Because he's donating a pipe organ to someone at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> I didn't think music shops were open that late. He, it's... It's New York. Everything's oh, yeah. open that late. Yeah, it's a city that never sleeps. If you want to get a pipe organ in New York at 2 a.m., <laughs> yeah. you're going to get one. Many, in many ways, that's the best time to sell a pipe organ. <laughs> at night, to a drunk in the <laughs> Yeah. I also like the one cold night in October <laughs> had me floating. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like Deepak, Deepak Chober. But he says Chober. I don't know. His deli delivery is Chober, but it's Chopra. 
It's Chopper. What yeah. a what a reference to pull <laughs> in a mainstream hip hop album, Deepak Chopper. He's swinging for the fences, the very, very far away fences in this album. <laughs> He's not trying to do a home run. He's trying to hit other stadiums <laughs> with the choices that he's making. Yeah. He's even chose some like Deepak Chopra that isn't easy to rhyme no. on that. But like he showed it he's by just changed, changed his name. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to choose not the correct words and make it work. Yeah, you could see how he would pull an obscure reference like that if the rhyme ended in like Oprah. Like if or it Oprah. Yeah. Well you probably just use Oprah for that. <laughs> That's the reference. <laughs> no no no, John. We would use Oprah. <laughs> That's an obscure reference. Not Okra. No, no, no. Not I'm just saying that's that's what he would reach for. On to the next one. I'm in it. This is... I'm not a big fan of this song. But I've got a lot of material for this song. I like the guest appearance from Satan. Yes. The double vocals. He's got God a couple of tracks ago. Now he's pulled in the Dark Lord of Satan for this one. <laughs> There's a lot of lyrics to analyse here. There's a lot. So let's I'll, not I'll, do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's, here's one. Right off the top of the bat. Well, let's... Actually, let me just characterise the breadth of this song. One part of this song is about him eating <laughs> Another part of it is about how he needs a nightlight. Those are two very extreme <laughs> positions to put in one song. Yeah. He's like a child who also has a sexual proclivity to eat <laughs> That's quite a range he's got That's in this. That's a fucking he's range. Co- he's covering a lot here. Uh, yeah, he also covers like uh, the civil rights movement. So we sly reference the MLK. Uh, yeah, so your t- let him out free at last. Thank God Almighty, they free at last. How do you think Martin Luther King Jr. feels about that reference? Do you think he's think he is more offended by that or the line "put my fist in her" like a civil rights sign? I think that I think. Malcolm X would be more appreciative of that specific part. (laughs) I think MLK is a bit too Christian to appreciate that. Mm. Is that more or less? This is like a game. What's that called? The Price is Right? Price is Right. Right, Okay, so so if you go over it... Higher, lower, offensiveness. Yeah, Yeah, but remember, like in The Price is Right, if you go under it, it rounds up. If you go one offensive unit over it, you miss it completely. So we're at free at last. Then we went to fist like a civil rights sign. Next one. Eaten Asian All I need was sweet and sour sauce. Are we going higher or lower from civil rights sign fist? Slightly higher because there's a racial element in there. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Like that's that's that seems like a very specific food fetish. That that line is up there for most ridiculous lyric. That and the croissants line are yeah. the two lines that people have made fun of um a lot of the his most food references <laughs> his food references don't go far they're just ridiculous bits yeah uh the other, another bit i don't really like in this is the mad jamaican bit uh, i love the magic i love all of the mad jamaican lyrics on this i think they're really good don't maybe it's because i don't understand them i don't understand a lot of them but that's everything that i've got on this track so let's go on to the next one blood on the leaves favorite song maybe uh, not for me, but I think it is a very good song. Mm. Although I will say that verse in verse 4 of this, I believe, the whole thing is built around the idea of paying for child support as being literally the worst thing in the entire <laughs> world. Like, he's turned his struggle for civil rights as to being able to not pay for a child that he fathered. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm not sure how equal those things are. They're slightly different. <laughs> There's a bit of disparity there. I imagine that if he got out of the court case to pay for child support, he'd say, thank God almighty, free at last. <laughs> Let's go on to the next song. This is definitely my favourite song, Guilt Trip. See the sample at the beginning? Is that from Sonic or some other Sega game? It definitely sounds like one. I love all of the samples on this, I think. The lyrics on this are gold, I think. That, this is currently my alarm to wake me up, because <laughs> that big drone at the start is exactly yeah. what you want to start the day. What did, I, I'm assuming you like the, the return of Satan and the I'm deep Jimmy killing. I'm a massive fan of both of them coming oh, out. Oh, damn, Aguan. Damn, oh, that, damn, Aguan. That is so good. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, did you also catch the bit, the blocker, 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 blocker? Blocker, blocker. Speaking of, like, video games early on this was the perfect <laughs> yeah. opportunity to do a pac-man sample like wacka 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 you should have done that it is a perfect because i could imagine like a little 8-bit kanye like maybe pushing blocks <laughs> wacka 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 taking mollies <laughs> and in the, a maze the ghost chasing chased. him because they're just kkk guilt trip <laughs> yeah but the ghost works so well because it's kkk members yeah yeah and they're all white <laughs> yeah it's a great song. Let's go into the next song. Send it up. I this, think this is, is not like my the favorite worst song in the album. Yeah, I do not like this. This is gangster, can't you? Apparently, this has a very risky intro. I think, and like even yeah. considering what album we're on, like I've just wrote down nasty horns. But what <laughs> what instrument do you think that is? Is it the vuvuzela? Sounds like it could be a vuvuzela. I don't think it is a vuvuzela because a vuvuzela doesn't have as much tone as that has. Hmm. Like, this has a slight tone where it's... <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is this is not a good song, can you? You've, you've went into a world where you don't belong on this track. You could dive into some lyrics here. Tight, yeah. tight dress, dancing close to him. Yeezus just rules again. Hmm. I mean, those are the better lyrics. Well, is Yeezus the name for his p- then? Or is that what the whole album is about then? Is that what the then? album's named after? What he calls his p- or d- <laughs> Maybe he's just calling himself a because that's certainly been an accusation that's been leveled at him in the past. And he's accepted those accusations, so maybe he's embracing them now. Hmm. He's a god, but he's also a. D- and let's get on to that last track, Bound Two. This is a great song. This is my this favorite is a song by song. far. I it's love this sample song. so much. The the single version of this, I don't think, is anywhere near as good as the album version of this. Because mm. it, it the single version has just that clean intro. I think this starts just so crazy. Mm. Like it says bounce to, but I was convinced it was bounce to for a while just because it's bouncing from sample to sample with <laughs> yeah. no no detectable rhythm for a while. I actually thought the sample was saying, why don't you fall in love for the longest time? Like, it was only till I was reading the lyrics for doing this mm. podcast that I realised it was bound to fall in love. Uh, and I thought, so I thought the lyrics were, why don't you fall in love? And I thought Kanye each time was just going like, blah, <laughs> he was just making a noise <laughs> rather than saying bound. Blah. 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 What what did you think about the Charlie Wilson bridge? Great, fantastic lyrics delivered. Like, I I just I dislike that. I think if you cut that out, I would like love this song to an even greater degree. I disagree with that. I, I, I like how diff- completely different they are. 
I don't know. Maybe you could say that those Charlie Wilson ones mm. are. This is the bit that I know you're tired of loving. Yeah. Nobody love. Nobody. Nobody. They're slightly. Um, they're not quite a platitude, but they could be imagined as a platitude. But uh. Charlie Wilson delivers with fucking the most <laughs> soul you can imagine. Yeah. It's weird because I I don't like it on the album version, but when I saw him do it on Jules Holland, and mm. they pretty much done with just that backing sample, and then Ch- uh, Charles Wilson coming in. Uh, Charlie Wilson coming Charles in. Charles Wilson. <laughs> Charles Wilson the I call, I call him Charles. Uh, and it worked well, and I liked it then, but I, I, I think he, it just great, goes against the grain of the song a bit too much. But do you think, so Kanye's talking about him and uh, Kardashian, whatever her name is, I think. Kimmy. Uh Do you think they're going to make it to the church steps? With what he said before, I don't think they will. Based like, on everything else in this album... Kanye West and Kim Kardashian will be split up potentially by the time we release this. By the release, yeah. She's in the video for this song though, so she must hear yeah. the lyrics. She's almost reacting to some of the lines. But yeah. so it's like, oh, we made it Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll make it at Christmas. That's pretty pessimistic. But then But Martin, have you ever asked your <laughs> for other bees? I've never wait, asked wait, my wait, wait. For, for other, other No. And that that's the main reason why I think they're all <laughs> gonna make it to the church steps. That seems like a bit of an impasse with most women. I think she just said no, but then continued <laughs> the relationship. Yeah. yeah, that's that's all we have to say about this album. Um, on to the most exciting part. Do you love, like, dislike, hate? Would you recommend or not recommend? I love this album, and I have and will continue... To love, no, to recommend, <laughs> to recommend this to people, uh, despite people saying they just can't get into it. I'll be like, just give a chance to listen to it two or three more times, and that's a hard thing to explain to someone. <laughs> I was, I was worried about doing this because I thought we would just be yeah. gushing the whole album. Be like, oh, we, we love been. this. We have been, but there was some criticism. It doesn't have to be all criticism. It doesn't get away with everything. No, I love this album. I recommend it. That's our take on the album. This episode, I guarantee you will love every other episode on SoundCloud. Find your Twitter account, HMM Choice, at HMM Choice. 